1: Welcome to Strongcast I'm Mark Boyd I'm here with Mr Paul Sullivan how are you Paul All oh, right you good <laughs> and we have the Maori warrior Rongo Keen how are you Rongo
0: Very very good man thank you so much for having me First of all karae te fanau kotake tūmute o waka ko mo hakati owa kotahi rangi te maunga kongati ka unit kongati pa te hapu ko rongo i haire ni kingo For everyone who does not speak Maori there <laughs> hello <laughs>
2: <laughs> is that all? <old>? Hello. Hello.
1: <laughs> there you go. Hey.
0: Just a quick introduction of my culture, of my name. Uh, my name is Rungo Keen. I'm originally from New Zealand, Aotearoa, And man, I'm so thankful and blessed to be here. Thank you, gentlemen.
1: No, thank right. you so much. I mean, you're, you're in a little stopover face in, in Dubai from Uzbekistan. Yes,
0: yes, yeah. yes. What was happening there? So, um, Uzbekistan, um, out of Uzbekistan, is a place called uh, Kiva. And they've just held their second second time they've ever run it, Strongman Games. And wow, what an experience, man. What an experience. Crazy.
1: Yeah. And and you're, you're over here for how long?
0: Um, I'm doing a stopover right now. So I'm here for 24 hours. And then I'm back on a plane, back home, head back to Australia.
1: Well, we appreciate you yeah. coming in and spending your time here. Uh, thank you uh, so much for having Exciting times, exciting times. So you're here in Dubai. Talk to us, who is Rongo Keen?
2: Well, from the beginning. From the beginning. Spawn. Um, spawn.
0: <laughs> <laughs> man, um, background of me, um, born and raised in New Zealand. Um, my background is farming. My family come from a long line of farmers. Um, moved to Australia at the age of 18, started working in the gold mines. And I've been working in the gold mines for the last 15 to 17 years now. Um, I run my own business in Australia, a scaffolding Company. Um, I am a husband. I'm a father of three beautiful, amazing boys. And all else from that, my passion is Strongman. And it's something I've been doing now for the past 12, 12 years plus. Um, I don't, have, uh, I don't train out of a gym or anything like that. I never have, I just train out of a shed. I'm very thankful that the company that I have has a spot in the back of the shed that I can put all my equipment and I train. Um, as any strong man knows, you have training partners here and there, but where I live, it's all rostered work. So we do um, shift work, which is 12 hours, four weeks on, one week off sometimes. So I have a different crew that comes in every different week that comes in and trains with me. And most of the time I'm training on my own, but when you're passionate about something and you love something, you make time and you find time. And I'm feeling um, right now, right now I'm in a um, season of finding balance, especially with um, family, yeah. because you have to find that balance. So that's where I'm at right now is making sure I balance family time, um, business time and training time. So Rongo Keen, Rongo um, he's a man of all mans, he's a character, he's a family man and he's a passionate strong man
1: awesome
2: how did that that journey and that passion of like strongman come about did you play sports yes so my background
0: is karate man i did years and years of karate in new zealand um i'm a black belt in kong chang um i represented new zealand uh many times uh won a few championships here in australia and um i loved it i think i i i didn't really like the oh you know I'd say the contact was cool and all that but I think it was just the training. Yeah. Just pushing yourself to the limit, you know, and then seeing the performance you you put forth on the platform, you know, getting the yeah. results that you train for, I think that was the addiction. Um besides from that man rugby. Rugby is born and bred in New Zealand. Yeah. You all know we're the champs. <laughs> well, not at the moment, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> so rugby is a big part of our culture and that's why we're very good at it because it's it's culture. Yeah. You know, and when I mean culture it's you grow up watching your parents do it, you know. You grow up seeing your dad be a, a good rugby player, and then you join the club, and it's a part of family. It's
2: pretty sacred, right? Isn't it? Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. You
0: know, and you see that. But most sports around the world that are great at something, it's culture.
2: Yeah,
0: you know what I mean. So, karate and rugby was my um, my go to growing up, man.
1: Foundations, Lovely.
0: foundations. Yeah. But I always I talk to everyone all the time. They say, "Oh, why do you do what you do, and how do you do what you do?" It's my farming background. You know, I never knew, I, I never went to the gym at all, gentlemen, mm. at all. Right up to 18. The only time I went to the gym was to do a couple of biceps and, you know, bench press before you went out to the town with the lads. <laughs>
2: classic.
0: You know, for class, <laughs> hey, no one else. Speech pump. Oh, boy, yeah, <laughs> you know, so. But I've always been strong because of my farming background, yeah. you know, and that's where we found out when I did start training that shit, um, you're strong naturally. Yeah. What could happen if we actually train you?
1: Is there anything specific you remember from those days like lugging around hay bales or yes, anything yes, specific that sticks in your mind? Like-
0: yeah, well I was, um, I did a lot of um, fencing and yeah. and tree lopping and all that so um, I would always be lugging something around yeah. and especially for my job I'm a scaffolder so we're constantly carrying stuff and throwing stuff Yeah, and I didn't realize it, but I was always carrying a lot more than everyone else. And in my mind, it was like, shit, if I carry more, I don't have to carry more loads, <laughs> yeah. you know? So in my mind, I'm like, load it up, boys, like, wow, yeah, yeah. there's a couple of loads we don't have to do. And um, yeah, I've always known that. But when you're brought up with that, and that's all you know it becomes natural so to me it was normal like get the job done boys okay. it. Well, let's go you know what i mean
1: get back wrong go on yeah i was
0: say i was first on the job for the boys you know what I mean? Get the boot <laughs> right. but what's cool too is like i've never been this big man i've always been under 100 kgs growing up like especially really? for karate yeah, yeah, yeah. like i was around the 80s like i've it wasn't until i moved to australia and um started working in the mines stopped really training that i started putting on um i'd say fat first before I started turning it into muscle, mm-hmm. So I was never born big at all. I was built for speed, man, you yeah. can see it.
1: Yeah. Look at it. It's fantastic. <laughs> Aerodynamic. <laughs> it's yeah. fantastic. But I think there's, there's, there's a lot to say about that sort of upbringing and mental robustness around these, these sort of- uh, 100%. Laboursome
0: jobs. 100%, but you know, yeah, like I said, I, I always go back to culture for everyone. Is like my, 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 um, my father, Um, I forgot to say, I was adopted at a young age. I was adopted at the age of um, eight and brought into a family that brought up me and another five boys. So they took a whole bunch of us on. And the whole concept that he taught us, he was a hard man, okay? He was a hard man because he believed, true story, that if you want anything in life, ain't no one going to give it to you. You have to earn it because that's how he lived. Nothing's ever given. So he embedded into us that hard work wins, no matter what. Yeah. So when I say that is like in our culture, um, be Maori, we stem back to our marae, which is our meeting place. And each community has one. And when someone in that area passes away, they bring the body back to the community and it's up to us to look after the families that come. So we're taught to look after families. We're taught to um, bury our families and we're taught to surround ourselves with um, things to make sure that we can look after people. So that's embedded in me is to make sure that um, I take care of you, I look after you, and I'm strong enough to um, support you if yeah. I need you. So that's what our my adopted father brought us up to awesome. be. Awesome. Um, with this very strong back. Yeah, yeah. He used to send us out on <laughs> labor to do labor jobs for free. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I've got yeah, this paddock of hay bales that need to be done. Oh, the boys will be out there. Like, hey! so, yeah. I'll send the boys up there tomorrow. I'll come over for a cup of tea. Cup of tea? <laughs> ah,
1: yeah, ah. yeah no, but. So, it's normal. Yeah, it's normal. Yeah, yeah. So, so going back to the sort of Maori tradition sense, do you still sort of follow that through with your 100%, family? 100%. Um, so
0: my, um, you know, culture is huge now. Uh, culture is huge for us. Yeah. Especially the Maori, you know what I mean? And um, that's where the name of the warrior came from. It was passed. That name was given to me by an elder where um, our ancestors stem are warriors you know what I mean our ancestors where we we pride ourselves in a our heritage and we're a long line of warriors and Rongo King is um a family man you know is a man but the warrior is an absolute animal you know what I mean he's here to um pretty much destroy anything in his way that's the mentality that's the whole backstory of the warrior is he's here to do a job he's here get out of the way I'm a warrior you know what I mean? Yeah, awesome. And that's my culture and that's why um, people that know me, you know, outside of competing with anything like that, man, I'm having a laugh, hundred <laughs> yeah. percent. For anyone out there that's see my videos, yeah. And if you're confused, so am I, all right? <laughs> <laughs> even still today, my wife is still very confused.
1: I was just about to put these away Yeah, <laughs> 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 she started talking, then get these out of the way.
0: Yeah, so like, and um, culture is everything to me and my family and um, um, my children I'm bringing up, I'm teaching them what I know. I don't know everything. But I know the basics, and it starts with the basics. Everything starts with the basics. So that's where I'm at right now, the journey yep. with my children. Eventually, I will move back to New Zealand and actually sink my family right into the heart of everything. But right now, it's about, you know, setting goals, achieving goals. Yeah. Getting your ass up in the morning and going to work pretty Basic morals yeah. and yeah, ethics. Like, and morals.
1: 100%, 100%. Is there any traditions that Maoris follow that would be, say, totally different to the Western world or anything that sticks out for you? <coughs>
0: um... Well, back in the days, back in the days, boys, um, see everyone, see the haka, everyone knows us for our haka. The haka. <laughs> What's the haka? Oh, look at it, see his fishing brothers, he's like, I've never heard of it. Anyway.
1: <laughs> Sully, um, Sully will do it for us. There we go. Throw him under the uh, The Welsh haka. Uh, I don't want to <laughs> disrespect it. <laughs> so the haka was
0: a form of yeah. um, dance that yeah. was um, done before war. Yeah. Okay. And um, that's why the All Blacks do you know, there's. It's, it's 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 a form to show respect and and we used to do it before war okay so a tradition too back in the day was um if you went to war and you were fighting someone and um you killed him it was tradition to eat him a mm. piece of him you know what i mean so that was our culture we were cannibals oh, for wait. a very long time and um the top chief fighters like the, the 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 main fighters would have scars around their neck like marks around their neck and that'll be how many warriors they've eaten. Top warriors. You know what I mean? So it's hmm. pretty cool. So everyone doesn't know that. Yeah, I get hungry sometimes. Don't know that and Mr. <laughs> no. Boyd here is looking very. Yeah, Mr. <laughs> Boyd, ape. Hey, there's Boyd there's like, more meat on him than me. Yeah yeah, 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 You look a bit bony. Yeah, you look. You look at me. I'll be chewing for a while yeah. <laughs> I'll be chewing, for, be a chewing for a while He's a
1: toothpick. So, yeah. yeah, just something, here, something yeah, something to think yeah. on. So mm. just, just look out for, uh, you know, yeah. Yeah. man's you get, next yeah. so couple So, guys, if got you're got looking
0: now and there's, <laughs> two, and there's two on here, yeah. bef- when you see me next time and the boys are missing, I know nothing, all right?
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> how wow. do you, so you talk about that, you're a family man, mm. great person, except, like, how mm. do you switch into that <coughs> warrior mindset for sort of um, with for anything, training for yeah, yeah anything, everything, like,
0: anything, brother? It's process, yeah, but how do you.
2: You get yourself in like a dark place. What do you do? Do you oh. get this like? It's, it's not.
0: It's not a dark place. It's not. A, it's not really a dark place. It's a, um. Uh, for me, it's a. It's a place that's safe. It's a place that um. I'm here. I'm here for a reason. You go back on your morals. You know why are you here? What's your reason? What's your why? You know what I mean. And I get you now you're gonna ask me my why. Yeah. Why? No. The nuts of that. <laughs> 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 and uh, I feel it's um. Um. For me um it's embedded in me through culture it's a a part of my heritage and it it comes out in me when i need it you know what i mean and like you hear of the vikings and all that they have there's something inside me that's been passed down through generations of generations you know what i mean so i don't call upon the warrior the warrior is there and he's there when i need it you know what i mean so when it's time to tap into that channel he's there but at the same time too i'm molding him throughout preparation for whatever i'm prepping for so i'm building him up at the same time i'm building myself up so i'm building confidence in every session heading towards a competition and we're building together you understand what i'm sort of saying so there's two sides of me we're building together i'm getting stronger that's awesome but i'm also building confidence and that
2: confidence is building the warrior up
1: i like that analogy Yeah, yeah yeah go on
2: why ask him his why
0: he had one job
2: so why so what's your why <laughs> so, sorry can you be quiet
0: yeah. you, you, you lost your stuff yeah i lost my, I lost my reason why I'm wrong what's your why thank you yeah first of all i was like to thank you for the question I really <laughs> uh, um, my, this yeah. is my reason why everyone has their why but this is my reason why my why is to um inspire okay because growing up i never really had a role model and i feel today we need more role models than anything. Right now there are children out there looking for role models. There's children out there that need someone to look up to, especially in my culture, look up to so they believe they can be anything they want to be. Because I came from nothing. I had no opportunities. I was told I was going to be a for the rest of my life. I was told I was going to be this. And I said, no, I'm not. You know what I mean? I'm not anything great or anything like that right now, but what I'm doing is I'm leading the way for my people. I'm leading the way for all people to say that anything is possible if you believe and you put the hard work in. So my why, and always has been my why, is to be a role model for my children because I was adopted and I never had a real father figure to show me, to lead me. So my number one goal is to show my children that whatever I do, whatever I touch, whatever I, I set out to do, I achieve it. Whether I fail or not is another thing, but I get back up straight away just as fast if I fail to show them that, hey, I didn't achieve that, son. My sons, I didn't achieve that, but that doesn't matter. Look at me, I'm getting back up, I'm picking myself up and I'm going again, I'm going again. And as we get on through the story, we'll get through and start talking about things that do happen. Remember, life kicks you in the ass. It's always gonna fucking kick you in the ass, no matter what, it'll fucking smash you, But if you don't pick yourself up off the ground and keep going, you're never going to move forward. So my reason why is to inspire. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end...
1: What will I become?
0: Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now
1: with Game Pass. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just
2: hit a million orders stage.
1: No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's Shopify.com slash special offer. This-
0: that's a fucking reason why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't steal
1: it. Don't many, fucking uh, steal uh, it. Yeah, look at these re- like that. It resonates. Yeah, it mm. resonates. There's not any better reasons.
2: <clears throat> yeah. Is this still a big sort of divide and a big struggle for sort of Maori sort of natives and um, national? Like, well, New you know,
0: Linda, it's, you know, times are changing. Yeah. And um, things, have, things have changed, things are a lot better. Um, but I think all cultures, um, there's always room for improvement, brother. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um, I do know my end goal, I will be um, traveling the world, inspiring and, and helping children bit. and doing my bit. Mm. You know, and I feel like this journey I'm on right now is building the warrior, building the character to open up doors. Because right now I've just got back from Pakistan, okay? Um, from Kiva, never been there in my life, you know? But i'm the people's champion there because to me the whole thing was yep first job number one is to go there compete and compete well but my mind everywhere i go is my job is to go there and inspire i tell you right now everyone there remembers me everyone there knows who the warrior is because i went there and put on a performance did what i was there to do which was be a good strong man but i guarantee you i know i did for a fact i shook that many people's hands i reached out to that many children you know for me, it's all about the children. There were adults, and here's an example. Last event, which was um, sword hold, the arena was packed. There were people everywhere. When we finished, all the adults rushed down to all of us and left all the kids at the back. I threw all the adults out of the way, and I went up to the back and sat up with the kids at the grandstand and spent time with them. That's what it's fucking about, okay? Yeah. And that's where I think people are getting lost. It's about the next generation. Mm. The generation now was set. They're set in their ways if we don't do something to change it and bring up the next generation right we're going to have more problems you know what I mean so that's what I'm about hey competition was cool and everything like that but the amount of people that I've inspired I've touched is what it's all about brother that's what it's all about and that's what I'm about that's what
1: I believe oh, I love it Yeah, and the energy energy you bring especially to this table was yeah. I'm still trying yeah. to figure out your energy. Honestly. It's quite confusing. It is, it's, it is. It is. Uh, I don't know if you want to, touch. to figure yeah, out. I don't
0: know if you want to touch me or slap me. I don't know. I'm just to <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: Look, go, on. go on. Go on. Go on. Talking about sort of <coughs> then life kicking you in the ass. Yep. Getting back up to still inspire. 100%. Adversities, challenges. You've gone through some some things in the last few years. Yes, 100%. Can you talk us through kind of like what you've gone through and the sort of challenges okay. you faced and
1: where, where you're at now with it? And I how think that's implicated your career and yeah, all these family. Yeah, right? definitely.
0: Talk, 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 talk. So I think um, the biggest one that everyone knows about, you put my name into Google, mate, the first thing that comes comes up is imprisonment. Okay, so um, a few, few years ago, um, I was imprisoned um, in Australia. Um, I was sentenced to 12 months for a grievous bodily harm charge, okay? But um, what really happened was at the time, I was Australia's strongest man. I was weighing in at 160 kilos, an absolute monster ready to go. Um, And um, what actually happened was I was trying to actually help a girl. She was um, being attacked and I stood over her to try and protect her. In the process of doing that, a big massive brawl is broken out. And at the same time, a fight's broken out, man, and everything's going crazy and I've started fighting guys. The brawl stopped. Everyone went their ways. A week later, I get a knock on the door from the police. They've arrested me, taken me to prison, and said that um, I've assaulted a guy. And I've gone, okay. Um, Two weeks later, the charge gets upgraded to grievous bodily harm. Um, I fight the case. A year later, I stood before the judge. And the judge says, because of your pure size, you have could have killed someone. And because of that, I'm going to have to sentence you to 12 months imprisonment now it's a heartbreaking story and um i could rattle on about it but i'm over it it is what it is um at the time it didn't help that i was my size at the time it didn't help i was australia's strongest man at the time it didn't help that the community um the violence in the community was huge so i was used as an example that this is what happens Mm. if you do stuff like this now i'd never had a crime in my life nothing on my record I was a community man. The amount I had done for my community, fundraising for events, out there doing amazing things for my community, none of it mattered at that point. None of it. Now this is, the, this is what's crazy. At the time I just moved to the Gold Coast because I wanted to pursue my strongman career. And I knew that if I'd moved to the Gold Coast, there was um, good gyms and an opportunity for my family and I to live a different life. So I had to travel back to where the court case was and we were. My lawyer said to me, "says we're going to be fine. You're, you know, we're looking at probably a fine and probably a good, you know, kick up the ass." I was like, "sweet." So I say goodbye to my kids that morning. Me and my wife jump on the plane, fly over. I walk into the courthouse, and before I know it, I'm handcuffed, getting escorted at the back. Like this is heartbreaking. Yeah. I I I have a moment to look at my wife as this is all unfolding, and I can see her breaking down, like trying to figure out what the fuck just happened. Before I know it. I've walked into this court case, you know, like okay, I'll take this on the chin whatever happens. Before I know it, I'm sitting on the floor in a fucking cell. Mm. Before I know it, I'm being escorted into a fucking paddy wagon, taken to the prison. Before I know, I'm pushed into a room and I've gone from the warrior Rongo King to number 4279. Mm
1: powerful yeah I mean yeah
0: but this, the, the, and this is where the story and this is where the story um, starts begins yeah. because imagine knowing everything you know having a routine I take you right now and you're nothing you're a number
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: okay you don't see your family again the only thing you get is a 10-minute phone call my family live on the other side of Australia so they can't even come and visit me now that's heartbreaking on top of that i was prepping for my first arnold's australia pro comp that i had been training for and working for for five years i did the right thing i won every competition in australia that i could that i needed to to get my pro card and i was three days away from competing i went into court on the monday and i was arrested monday the comp started sorry on the friday So on top of losing my family and everything, I went into prison, an absolute monster.
2: Mm.
0: So I'm now sitting in a fucking prison cell in the bottom of the hole. I've lost everything. Mm. When people talk about, um, rock bottom, I've been a rock bottom. I've been there twice. That was my first time. Absolute heartbreaking. Fucking heartbreaking. Mm. Um, the things get easier? Eventually. But I sat in that hole for about a week. Nothing you can fucking do. Yeah. You have to sit there, you have to accept it. You know what I mean? And it took me a week to get my shit together, you know? What I mean? It took me a fucking week to get my shit together. And how I did that was it's like, hey. And this is I remember and I say this all the time, everyone's like, oh, you're right. I like, you know, at the end of the day, the, the 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 system has my body, but they don't have my mind. Okay, and I and I put a plan together to be like, well. If this is me for the next 12 fucking months, you best believe I'm gonna fucking build myself up, I'm gonna walk out of here a fucking totally different man, I'm gonna walk out of here a confident man, and I'm gonna fucking do it. And that's what I did, gentlemen. Mm. Now, prisons in the um, desert don't have everything, don't have nothing. You have the fucking basics, okay? They don't have gyms, there's no gyms in prisons in Australia or anything like that. But this is the fucking story, gentlemen. I said to myself, I said to myself, I said, when I get out of here, I'm gonna be a fucking beast. And when I get out of here, I'm going to make a comeback. Now, and that's what I did. I started creating workouts in the fucking prison system. This is going to shit you. Okay. I sat there and looked out in the yard. All they had in the yard was a fucking pull-up bar and a dip bar. And I was like, Okay, I'm gonna have to fucking come up with something because I'm not gonna sit here and shrivel away and walk out a fucking uh, um, chicken bone. Like yeah.
1: or a callous oh, yes. <laughs> that's, that's
0: harsh. harsh. A sexy chicken bone, come on. You know, when you see the chicken guys and you go for the first part, that's you, man.
1: Bearded
2: chicken bone. <laughs>
0: so that's what I did. So here's some examples of what I did. So pull up bar, gentlemen, a pull up bar. I was like, fuck, okay, I can do something out of here. I would stand under the pull up bar I would get two prison, two of my boys, to stand on my shoulders, hold on to the top of the bar, and I would squat. I would stand. So you imagine. So, they're on my shoulders. They're holding on to the pull-up bar, but that's that high. I got you. So yeah. I'm standing like that. Yeah. Two. One would stand on each shoulder, and I
1: would squat. I feel like we Head? should do this. No, no, <laughs> we
0: should fucking do a reenactment. <laughs> should, yeah, Someone's yeah. asked me to, but I'm like, oh, fuck Friends. you guys. You guys don't want to see that shit. But I think it's actually very. This is. We not this
2: downstairs once we're done. With like, it. let's we're
0: do this. Like, clip I, I tell you, like, this is a true story. So I would squat with guys on my shoulders, and if I wanted more weight, I would get bigger guys. And that's how I would do my system. I would have run my same training program. So that would squat. Then I would get how many guys
1: up. were you squatting by the end of the time? Oh,
0: no, no, no. At the start, I was strong. By the end of yeah. it, I was a hot mess.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. I, was, I, was, I was fit as fuck, though, yeah. but I lost so much. So that was um, squats. For leg extensions, I would wrap a towel around my ankle. One of the boys would hold it under the dip bar. I would sit on the dip bar, and I would extend my leg and then he would pull it back. Class. I'd extend my leg,
1: he'd pull it back. He's getting a row in oh, as well. You
0: see what I mean? But then That's here right. we go, here we go. For press day, <laughs> I would, no, no, fuck this is getting excited. For press day, prison <laughs> for press day, I would get the plastic seat, I will put two together so I could turn it into an incline. I'd sit under the monkey bar and then I'd get a smaller guy to stand in my hands and he would hold on to the monkey bar and then I'd press him in an incline position. So that was my incline press. For bench press, I'd get the broomstick, and I would hold it exactly in the position of a broomstick. I'll do a flat bit, be- a flat floor bench press, lie on the floor, yeah, under the monkey bar, and I'd lock my arms in. He would stand on my knuckles, and then I'd bench press him. Glass on your knuckles. Yeah, well you would think about it though, it's it's yeah, flat, same, bang yeah, bang, yeah, 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 and he'd stand on my knuckles, and then I'd bench press. For deadlifts, I'd strip the sheet off the off my bed i'd go out to the area where there was a couch i'd rip the fucking the sheet under the couch one side and i'd get the boys to sit on the couch and then i'd death lift the couch Class. and then if i wanted it heavier i'd tell the boys to come closer and add more guys on so i found ways to work out and my mind was like there's fucking something i could do there was something i could do for dumbbells i would go and get the detergent bottles walking around in the yard and fill it up with stones and then put water in it and then i'd take it to my room at night and me and my Sally would do arm kills, triceps and press-ups before we would get kicked to bed. So in my mind I was like, I can fucking do something. Yeah. At the start of it, every motherfucker thought I was crazy. They're like, this can't fuck."
1: They fucking jumped.
0: This like can't fuck. Yeah. But I tell you, by the end of it, I had a fucking army training with me.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> by the end of it, we had sheets tied. This is how fucking mad it was and how fucking crazy it was. <laughs> I would tie sheets together and then go out on the basketball court and do a fucking truck pull and I'll have the boys holding the sheet <laughs> while I'm ripping up and down the fucking... <laughs> uh, this is no word of a lie. That's like, I, could, I should get one of the that old security brilliant. guards. But in my mind, I was like, I can fucking do this. And the guards said, we don't mind you doing it. You're not hurting anyone or doing anyone, mm. but um, just don't do anything stupid. And they let me train this way. They had boulders, they had pure natural rocks in the um, prison, but they were bolted to the ground. I would just go over and just grab them and just hold them and squeeze as hard as I fucking could to try and keep my strength. And that became my training I had a full on training program. So the boys knew that conditioning in the morning, Mm. Monday, we're doing fucking squats. Wednesday, we're doing press. Fucking Friday, boys, we're fucking, we're we're doing legs. You know what I mean? Like we're doing deadlift. (laughs) Sunday, you, we're fucking having
2: enough, you know what I mean? Do you have specific <laughs> blokes that were different sizes? for like. Oh, 100%, 100%. 100%. Hey, Larry, come on, we're warming up. No, no, but, but, <laughs> but by the end of it, crew,
0: by, but that's how you knew you were getting stronger, because you yeah. could lift heavier guys. No, yeah. no, no word of a that's lie. Brilliant. So But you know what I mean? Like, when you're in a situation when you have nothing, you fucking find yeah. something.
1: Yeah, improvising it. You fucking like have to. Overcome. Especially if you yeah. want something.
0: So that's what I did. I did that, and what I did was it killed time, because the worst thing about prison is you count every fucking second. The worst thing about prison, people think that prison's um, hard, it is hard. The most dangerous thing about prison though is time to think to yourself. The amount of time you're locked in your cell, certainly thinking about shit is when you go fucked up. Yeah. And if you don't know how to control it and control your thoughts, it can turn into some negative shit.
1: Yeah, so yeah. To talk to us about the, the negative mindset that, that some, was anyone else going into a negative mindset? Oh, 100%,
0: Just, 100%, you know. Uh, I can honestly say this, I met some real people in prison. You know, everyone makes mistakes. Everyone makes fucking mistakes, and in there, I met some fucking amazing gentlemen that just made a mistake. And inside, when you find a good group, and that's where I found it through training, I got to know a lot of these guys. And start, they started to open up to me, and I opened up to them about what's actually really going on. And the mental health in prison's crazy. You know, they say they, they ate us and all that, but they're full of shit. You know, they put a bandage on something. They put a fucking bandage on it. I found that by through training, I found out through discussion, through talking to these gentlemen, that um, I know for a fact that I helped a lot of people in there just from sharing my experience, but also just saying to them, hey, brother, it's fucking okay. Like, it's okay to, to, to be open and, and transparent because I'm the first man. Like, I'll be the first to open up first because you have to. You have to lead the way for people to follow because um, I was the biggest motherfucker in there. And if I can do it, If the big guy can do it, why can't I do it? And that starts the conversation. You know what I mean? And I encourage all our men out there, not only our men and our women, people, um, if there are things going on that you need to speak about, there are people out there that can help you. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to be your best friend. You might not be comfortable, but I encourage you, have a conversation, share what's going on because you don't even realize how much you're carrying that you don't know that you're carrying that just through a conversation you can offload it and it'll be so much lighter.
1: Yeah.
0: You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, and, that, and that's what we always try to resonate with anyone who's coming onto the podcast is having the strength to speak up and and. But you have to lead the way. Exactly. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah.
0: Like I'm not going to walk showing it's relatable. And at the same time, too, I'm not going to walk through the door if you don't open it. You no,
1: know, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because
0: I don't know if I'm welcome. Yeah. Am I welcome to walk through your door? Of course you are. Know I'll walk sure. through it anyway, I'll kick
1: that shit anyway. <laughs> into anyway, but you know what I mean,
2: but you, know what I mean? Yeah, you of understand course, what I'm saying.
1: Course. Yeah, of course. So what did that lead on to you? You went through 10 months of prison, um, Learn more
0: at marines.com.
1: Where was your mind at the end of that? And then where Man, did that lead you into? The
0: guy that went into prison was a guy. The guy that walked out was a brand new person. And um, I rebuilt myself in there. I did a lot of soul searching in there. Like I said, we're speaking about mental health. I didn't realize how many demons and shit I was carrying until I had to actually sit down and look in the mirror and ask myself some serious questions like who the fuck are you? Mm. What the fuck are you about? What is your why? Why do you even do the shit you do? You know what I mean? And that uh, soul searching. Those, those are the questions we hide from.
2: Yeah. Mm.
0: You know? Like seriously, anyone watching, stare in the mirror and ask yourself, who the fuck are you? Mm. What do you stand for? So the man I walked out, the, 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 the day I got out, um, I was a new man. And I said to my wife, because life wasn't easy for my family, I pretty much had dumped everything, business, family, everything on my wife. We just about broke up. I know our marriage just about fell apart, but we had to communicate the best we could. 10 minute phone calls don't do it, so we started doing letters. Okay, we started writing letters to each other, like um, high school loves, to rebuild that connection, to rebuild that trust, to rebuild that strength in our relationship. And when I got out, man, fucking amazing. Because I know who I was. I could walk out of there and say, you know what, I know who I am, I know what I stand for, I know what I'm about. I'm the wrong king you see today. I'm the family man, I'm the business man. Everything is about my family and I'm a passionate, strong man. You know what I mean? The person that walked out as the man I am today that I put myself out there to be. Now, once I got out and um, <clears throat> see my lovely lady for a minute, 30 seconds, and um <laughs> 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 Why well, you love <laughing>, right? had <laughs> <'Cause, laughs> to, eh? had yeah. um, You know, it, it was a pretty much 100% family to start. Yeah okay but in the back of my head i had i am not fucking done because everyone thought i was done in my strongman career and um once i'd sort of my family out i spoke to my wife and i said to her, i'm ready and she goes i know you're ready i said i'm ready i'm gonna go on this fucking bull run and she goes okay okay and that's what i did i um got a hold of warwick brunt who's um, one of the top strongmen to ever come out of Australia. And um, he just started training me for my first competition before I went in. And I said to him, okay, I'm ready. And um, if we're gonna do this, we're gonna fucking do it properly. And that's what I did. I, um, when I got out of prison, um, I started training again. Within two months, I did my first competition, was a local competition. I absolutely destroyed it because I kept myself in, in good condition. In my mind, I was like, if I can keep myself in a decent condition, it won't take me long for my body to adapt to get back into strength training. Two months, I um, did a local competition, absolutely destroyed it. Um, And then Arnold's Australia was coming up. And I was just like, oh, fuck, wouldn't that be nice? And um, I just, uh, just destroyed this competition. And the organizer seen what I'd done. And he goes, how strong are you? And I said, I'm strong enough. I just said, fuck, strong enough. And he goes, well, um, do you mind if I put you on the reserve list just in case one of these pros don't come over or anything? I said, you fucking put me on that pro list. You, you put me on that list, okay, fucking right. notes. Um, two months later, so this is four months after, maybe even less, four months after getting out. He rings me and said, one of the guys can't come. Can you come? And I said, I'm fucking there. Yeah. I'm fucking there. The comp was two weeks away. I get together with my coach and he goes, what are we gonna do? I said, we're gonna do fucking something. We're gonna fucking do it. I don't give a shit, we're gonna fucking do it. Ask the grass, we get in, start tuning in for the events as you do. Turn up, um, turn up, okay? Now remember, I'd, before prison, I worked five years to get this fucking invite. And for me, this was like, oh my fucking God, this is my opportunity to fulfill the dream I had that I set out. The goal was to get to Arnold's after all that hard years of hard work. I get the invite, I turn up and fucking well. The whole time I'm fangirling, you know what I mean? The whole time I was like, Ach! <laughs> you know fucking who was there that you who was there that? martins was there jf was there um the top some the top guys were there yeah. you know and i was just like but little did they know that i'd work my fucking ass off to at least turn up to do something at the same time the current australian yeah. strongest man was there and the current new Zealand strongest man was there now i didn't have any i i, I had no um i had nothing against the pros or anything but i knew that those two motherf- those two the Australia strongest man and the New Zealand strongest man were the guys to go for yeah. because it's like that in my mind I was like if I can beat those two I'm number one in my head yeah. like, if I can beat them then fuck that means I'm number one isn't that correct in my head I was like okay so I was like alright let's go competition starts we hit the ground running and fuck and I'm just like let's go let's go comp finishes and I beat the current New Zealand and Australia strongest man and I'm simply going fuck <laughs> we did it yeah
1: yeah
0: but this is the kicker.
2: What size were what, what you then? You said you were like 160 going into prison. Yeah, oh man. What were you, yeah. what were you like in the I think the I lost
0: like nearly 30 kilos plus. Really? Like yeah. Because you remember you fed dog food in prison, boys. Yeah. Like I, I think I lived off migraine noodles and fucking tuna for like that long because the food they were giving us was absolute disgusting. Wow. No. It was disgusting. So at the time, yeah. So I bet by, by beating them two, it qualified me for a random invite for World's Strongest Man. Was I ready for World Strongest Man? Was I in shape for World Strongest Man? Six months out from getting out of prison? No fucking way. But I was not passing up the opportunity for a dream to come true. Because in all my um, interviews on YouTube of me, the documentaries put up on me about my prison sentence, and I've still got it today. In my gym is a picture of World's Strongest Man. Um, every gym video that you can see I'm, uh, that I'm training in my shed, there's a picture of World Strongest Man on my board. That's the same one I had in prison, on my vision board in prison. So I had a vision board in prison. Yeah. That same picture is now still in my gym. And the reason it's there is to remember. Remember you were in the hole. Remember where you got to from pure hard work and a vision. So, that, and that's what inspires. So like, the, and then you have to have that stuff around, eh? So from prison to six to eight months later, standing in the lineup at World's Strongest Man was freaking mind-blowing. Yeah. Like unfucking believable and I, I still pinch myself today and, and I've been like shit that happened you know what I mean that was 2016 20... 2016 20, Philippines 20, 16, yeah yeah Philippines 20, 20. yeah man so crazy I feel like I'm talking too much because you're just nodding ah, at, me, no, looking no, at wait.
2: me. you're fascinated your to listen to it's your stories. did you say story. it was
0: fantastic and fascinating I did yes oh, look at the compliment the double,
1: double F's, <laughs> double F's. <laughs> so, so 2016 you got on that lineup yeah that's
0: not even gonna lie, not even gonna cap, fangirling the whole time. Yeah. Like I'm just there going, "What's going on? Oh my god! Oh my god! I'm sitting next to Jazurinus. I'm sitting next to Jazurinus. Don't say anything. <laughs> Don't look at him weird. Don't look at him. Oh my god! Look, look. This Thor. This Brian. Like that was me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like I was quite happy to be that guy. Like I'm not gonna fucking cap but I'm not gonna be trying to be tough or anything like that. Yeah. It was a fucking dream. Yeah. it was all a dream yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean it was a fucking dream
2: yeah. and, and that,
0: to be there and I fucking I soaked every second of it up my performance was shocking I ain't gonna lie I ain't gonna cap that either I didn't have a great performance you know I didn't do the best but the time giving and everything like all that things it is considered,
1: it is yeah, all things yeah, considered and,
0: and, and people and people forgot that People forget that, you know. Yeah. I was just like, I'm putting my hand up for this opportunity, and I'm taking it.
1: Take it with two hands, yeah.
0: Yeah, hundred percent.
1: You know, hats off to you, especially if coming, like going through that phase of accepting <coughs> where you were, and then sort of building yourself back up, coming 100%. out a better person, and then just going right. I'm going to ride this bull yep. with two horns.
0: And that, and that, and that's the story. That's yeah. the story. You know what I mean? And that's story that I've been taking around with me, and inspiring. Yeah people
1: yeah
0: youth children the amount of um, you know youth in, in, institutes and everything I've gone to speak to on the regular like I do so many things I've never seen the video I dressed up as Maui went to the hospital kids hospital over Christmas gave out gifts and stuff you know giving back because you remember the the um, the rules to success to, to success, to be successful, is to give back. And if you don't give back from the heart, from a good place, it means nothing. So doing shit like that means everything. And I'm yeah. pretty sure you guys can gather now from the conversation what I'm about and who I'm about. Yeah. And that's a big thing, man. You have to give back from the heart. The amount of things I do in my community giving back that I don't need to put online or anything like that because I don't really give a shit about that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But mm. yeah. that's what it's about. You have to. You
1: fucking have to. It's a, it's a big reminder as well. We're all human. We're all. We're all in the same boat. We're going through the same. 100%. We're going to all make mistakes. Yeah,
0: hundred percent, man. We all make mistakes. Mm. Fucking nuts. Mm. Learning from it.
1: Yeah. So what's yeah, happened from 2016 up until today? Obviously, we're, <coughs> we've been going through the whole.
0: Yeah. Well, since then, um, COVID hit, as we yeah. all know, and it and it pretty much stuffed a lot of things up. Um, for me, it. Um, I stopped training probably for a good two years only because I had to focus on my business through COVID, also sort out a few health issues that I had from, um, for uh, for years I had them. Um, So it's only been probably the last year that I've actually once again had a discussion with my wife and I said, you know what, I think I'm ready. I think I'm ready, things are looking better. You know, um, the business is good, COVID's good, everything's opening back up. I think I'm ready to um, go again and get back into training and start pushing and see where I can go and seeing how far I can do that with the new me, the new mindset, a good reason why, and um, a good support crew around me.
1: Yeah.
0: Mm.
2: Was she all right with that?
0: Um, she looked at me. Was she, no. <laughs> are they ever all right with anything we <laughs> are? Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I must say my wife is um, my, my backbone, man, as we all know. But behind every um, average man is an amazing woman. Yeah you know so I I I, and I praise my wife all the time I fucking love her and she's put up with me for all these years but she's probably the only person I ever listened to yeah because what she sees no one else sees you know and she knows me better than anyone and I and everything she says is for a reason so I'm very lucky that I have that support crew behind me so um she's supportive of me right now she sees a positive um outlet that I'm doing and she believes in me so if you've got that, and my kids love it.
1: Yeah. My kids are strong. <laughs> it? Yeah. What's
0: cool though is my whole career, my kids have come to the gym and trained with me. So like my my I've got a ten year old, nine year old, and a one year old. So my, my my oldest know what's going on. Like even now they're big strongman fans, and like they're like, Dad, what's going on? What's going on? And then I show them one of my events, and they're like, Oh, you, you could have been better. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Oh right, I said, so, Yeah, you're a bit slow, Dad, but slow. I've seen you fast. I'm like, Right. <laughs> so my one year old's going through the transition now, where uh, he comes down to the gym and just watches, and you know, looks around. So. Yeah. W-
2: already doing thirty kilos. <laughs> <say>. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So and that's
0: been a blessing to me to have my children on this journey with me yeah. most comps I go to um my family go with me just not this one because I don't take um you know I, I, if I haven't really been there myself and I don't know, really know the plan I don't take them so and this last competition was a quick one
1: yeah mm. yeah you're short notice yeah short notice Very short, short notice <coughs> so what's the plans for rongo going forward
0: um i think right now um is to build a good base you know i've got a lot of things to work on which I know of, Um, I've got a good um, crew around me to help me build this good strong man. Big goals are to go out and on this journey, go out and inspire more people. The competition that I just did recently, um, amazing competition, did well, but the amount of people that I um, spoke to, the amount of hands I shook, the amount of people that I met, the amount of children that I've inspired people, was um, the number one for me Yeah. so that's been amazing that's been amazing moving forward um, there's some awesome opportunities out there in the world of strongmen right now everywhere so I think right now it's um, choosing good comps that align with who I am um, taking opportunities when they come but in the sport you have to do the groundwork and that's where I'm at right now I don't expect a handout I don't expect you know anything given to me because I've never had it in my whole life so right now it's put the effort in do the work and the results will come
2: yeah i like that ethos we could be seeing you back in dubai in uh in the summer
1: august august middle east strongest
2: middle east strongest
0: yeah. man
1: yeah is yeah. that locked in right now yeah, yeah we're getting them down look at that he we locked that in. that in you're in you're so there in. it is exclusive yeah, yeah,
0: that's exclusive yeah. middle east strongest man what's that two months august August yeah. two months end of August so for if you don't guys
1: <coughs> breaking news <laughs> <laughs> if you don't
0: know now you know we're doing Middle East Strongest Man in August
1: he's coming he out is. we're coming
0: out. coming out
1: we'll get Larry on his toes <gasps> Larry Pavlo Ooh, yeah. let go. that's good. that's going to be, be a good be a, comp yeah it's going to be an interesting one that's for sure mm. so I mean I think you've given us the answer to this <coughs> <coughs> what does the word strong mean to you Strong. Yeah. I think we're going to get a good answer with this. Yeah, strong. I feel the word strong. The, the yeah. word strong.
0: The word strong. Okay. Mm. To me? Yeah. To you. The word strong. To Rongo Keen. To Rongo Keen. The warrior. The Maori warrior. Strong to me means... Radio silence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, yeah what, sorry roll yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Strong to me means being um, a person or a man or a woman that can hold your own and inspire that means when nothing when, when shit hits the fan when things don't go to plan you can hold your own yeah. pick yourself up and inspire because if you can be that person not only for yourself you can be that person for many and that's what our world needs today
1: the ability to handle your own i think there's a saying uh, you're only a man or woman bro bro i've done i've dropped the mic. I've dropped, the mic I've dropped the have. mic i know you have i know i'm <laughs> I'm, I'm, dub- I'm picking it back up come on <laughs> <me fun. laughs> Well, I've got another question for you, and I think, again, it's going to be a we good did, answer. We haven't actually pre warned him on this question. We haven't. So we'll, yeah. we'll watch the little mind tick now. Right? We didn't warm you up for this one. Mm-hmm. What would Rongo Keen do to change the world?
0: Good question. What would Rongo Keen do to change the world? Take away judgment. Imagine what the world would be like if you didn't judge someone. For what you think you know of them. Mm -hmm. Think on that.
1: No, no, it's good. Solid. Judgment. Very solid. Imagine how you'd feel if you didn't have people judging
0: you all the time on your decisions. On how you think you look. On how you feel. Mm. You'd be so confident. And with confidence you would grow. And with confidence you'd be untouchable. Mm.
1: I like it. Love it. Yeah, I love it. Judgment. And and yeah.
2: Woo! That was go. deep, boys. Rongo yeah. is a white man. look at that.
0: What a question. Yeah. <laughs> Thought you had me, eh? Yeah. You said it too. Uh, you, the way he said it was like, what would Rongo Kuhn do? I, the knew, world. It, I knew <laughs> I
1: was getting a good answer. Fucking. Take it. <laughs> I feel like we should cover the wall and everyone's sort of different perception on that question. Ooh. But yeah, no. Like, as I said, it, everything you've said today sort of puts, puts things into perspective that we're all human and at the end of the day we all make mistakes 100% learn from mistakes 100% not to judge people mm. to inspire people and yeah I think there's that's not it.
2: many people that have sat there and just had this sort of positive aura about them. You, oh wow. You, you've okay. got it. You're sweating from it. <laughs> You're sweating from it. <laughs> it stinks. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you ain't been the one on the plane for twelve bloody hours, eh? Hey, holy
0: That's rick. Hey. Right. <laughs> but gentlemen, man, I truly from the bottom it's- of my heart, man, I really do um thank you for your time. I thank you for having me here. Um for for you guys don't know, like um I watch everything, and I see what you do, you know. And it's and then, like you see my reaction when I walked in here. Like, I see the videos people pull up being here. I see what's going on here. And just having me being here is a privilege, and I just really want to thank you both.
1: Oh, thank you. The privilege here. for
2: us. Your nuggets thank of you. wisdom and you your just, aura. Yeah, your aura. Yeah. Just sort of giving, even on this, giving back, and just the way you're directing everything is to help people mm, and To 100%. inspire people, and to have people essentially change their mindset into. Into a more positive way, yeah, brilliant. We wish you every success. Thank on your, you on your goal and your why. Yeah. Thank Inspire, you, thank you, so.
1: and health and
2: happiness and Yes, hundred percent,
0: hundred percent. And i will be seeing you guys now very In soon. August. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You'll be back. You'll Shit. Be back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey, better
0: get start squatting.
2: I think we're we'll gonna load some more guys up on the squat, guys. So get on with get that. On the yeah. Yeah,
0: There we go, man.
2: <laughs> gentlemen. Uh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you very much.
0: 18 plus.